Welcome to Divine Light with Tiffany, where we will break down the many chapters in the Bible and discuss what they mean to us and how they apply to our lives. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. Hello and welcome to all my divine sisters and brothers in Christ. Um, it has been a little minute and I am terribly sorry that I have been away, but it's been a roller coaster between my son being sick and me getting sick and just a lot of things going on between work and business, but I am back and ready to continue on. Please forgive me if my voice cracks a little or sounds different because I am still recovering (laughs) from my illness, but it is all good. I am here, and as always, I am just so grateful that you can join me today. So what are we going to be talking about today? Today, I would like to talk about the topic, or this is what, this is what I'm going to say. It's not necessarily a question. It's not even necessarily uh, the title of the topic, but what I want to say, and I feel that I possibly speak on others, other uh, of you uh, on your behalf to the Lord, our God, is thank you. Thank you, Lord, for choosing me, even when many times I did not choose you. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. There is a song by um, an artist. Her name is Jacqueline Carr. And I'm pretty sure most of you have heard of her. But if you have not, please look her up on YouTube. Um, I believe she just is an amazing young woman um, who she is just truly filled with the Holy Spirit and spreading his love. And uh, you, you just see in her performances and whenever she sings, you just see the light of God shining through her. She has a song called You've Been Restored. And I uh, encourage you to look that one up as well. She has many songs that are great, but that is just one of them. But in the song, she says, you know, this is where God has been trying to bring you or put you the entire time. I might not be saying it in her exact words, but uh, pretty much what I took from that is this is where you belonged and when I hear that it's like there's so many times that I think to myself that I'm not worthy I I'm not worthy of your grace I am not worthy of your love um I've done too much I've been too much I say too much I you know don't do enough um you know I don't say enough whatever it is Um, There's always this feeling of, I am just somehow not worthy. And those words in that song, to me, it says that God is trying to tell you, 
you've been restored back to where you belong. This is where I have been trying to get you the entire time. Because you belonged there in the first place. And maybe you turned away. And maybe you did other things and you went astray. But where I have placed you is back where you belonged the entire time. So hearing those words in that song, oh my goodness, it just really uh, touched me. And just really thinking about it in that way, instead of always thinking uh, about it in a way that you know, I don't deserve where I am or where, or the blessings that God has put in and brought into my life and the things that he's doing in my life. I don't deserve it. But when I think about it in that way, that this is, he's been trying to get me here this whole time. This is what he's always wanted to do. But I was the one who went astray. I was the one who, you know, turned away. Um, it just, uh, it just, just really um, touches my heart and moves me. So let's go to um, uh, Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 9, verses 1 through 7. And um, in this book, we learn, we, we talk some more and learn about um, Saul. And Saul was a man who, before he turned his life over to Christ, he persecuted Christians. I mean, literally went in their homes, put them on trial just to have them killed. And I mean, he did a lot. Okay. Christians knew his name well at this time. So, and it was not a good thought. And, and, and they wanted to stay far away from him as possible. So where we're starting here, this is going to continue on from with that thought in mind of Saul and how he um, converts his life. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues and Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. He replied, Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. So after this encounter with the Lord, well, for a short, brief period, he was for three days, he was able to unable to see. But after this encounter, that encounter turned Saul's life around. And um, eventually he went on, uh, the Lord told him he will no longer be called Saul, he would be called Paul. And uh, if you ever read the Bible or if I've read the Bible, there are many um, 
um, areas in the in the Bible uh, that Paul he he did a lot. <laughs> There's a, a good portion of the Bible dedicated to Paul and um, his conversion, and um, he did a lot for turning people's lives to Christ and spreading his message around the world. Um, so, but my point is, is that God chose to use him. I mean, what, what someone who we may consider the worst of the worst, and he still chose to use him. He still chose Saul. Um, there's there's many other disciples and uh, people he could have used instead for this mission, but he did not. He still chose Saul. Because in the end, God God's plan, it, whatever he does, he is going to get the glory. Okay? However it comes about. So sometimes it may not come from someone who we think uh, is the best person for the job. Um, but when the Lord chooses you, and in saying that, <clears throat> excuse me, in saying that, I want you to all realize that the Lord has chosen each and every one of you. I believe uh, in my first season, I uh, had said before that if you are still here on this earth, living, breathing, kicking, okay? Then that means the Lord has you here for a purpose. Now, however long it takes you to get to that purpose um, is a whole nother story. But the Lord chooses you for whatever it is. He chooses you. He chooses you, his son, his daughter, he chooses you to be a uh, as we as we always end our um, our episodes with to be a light, right? To be a light so that other people may see your light, and now God gets the glory because I know that you are a child of God, and when I see your light. Me knowing that you are a child of God, well, then that that brings light into my life, and it says, "Well, I mean, goodness, I I can't God believing and trusting in God can't be too bad, you know. Look at this sister or brother. God chooses us despite what we have done, despite whatever place we have been, uh, despite." the things that maybe we have chosen to do despite the things in your life that maybe you you wish you could uh, just kind of forget about that part of your life uh, despite um, the times you know the, the days maybe some days maybe you you regret you know maybe you wish you could go back and change what you said what you did how you did it you know whatever the case may be we all have that we all have something in our lives that we wish we could maybe do a little differently. If only I could have, you know, just 
been a little bit more focused at this time in my life. Focused on you, Lord, and not the all these other anxieties and struggles and stress and worldly things, but kept my focus on you. And we can't change that. We can. But what we can know and can change right now is first and foremost is that God still chooses you he still chooses me so let's um go to let me see here uh the book of John chapter 8 verses 2 through 11 um okay at dawn he appeared again in the temple and he being Jesus in the temple courts where all the people gathered around him and he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery and the law Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now, what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let any of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left, with the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, Where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. I absolutely just love this this book here, um, this chapter. Um, I mean, you know, it just really makes you think about a lot of things but it puts into perspective that no matter what I have done God still loves me and he still chooses me and though I have done many things that I would like to forget and some I think I try try, I block out and I do forget until you know I start thinking and remembering things in the past and some things it's I don't I don't choose to remember or think about for the sake of continuing to feel bad about them and continuing to torture myself and to make myself feel down and feel like you know I'm not worthy but there are some things that I choose to remember because it reminds me of how far God has brought me and how 
not only do I read this in the Bible, how he loves me and how he still chooses me, even when I did not choose him, but I am a living testimony of it. So I choose to remember those things so I can stay humble and I cannot judge others because I know God has brought me a far way and he still chose me. Uh, Let's go to Luke chapter 15, verses 4. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? Right? I mean, think about that. You know, think about it. We can have multiples of whatever it is, but if it's something that we truly love, you all stay here. I'll be right back. I need to go find the one that's lost. And that is exactly how our father looks at us. And he still chooses us. No matter, no matter what we've done. Despite our flaws, despite our past, he still chooses us. And I think that sometimes, in just the way this world is today, we are so busy trying to, you know, trying to live up to this worldly standard of what it is that everyone and every, every, Thing and everyone says that we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be. And in the midst of that, we also, you know, get lost in this cycle of comparing ourselves to others. You know, well, my life isn't as blessed as hers or his, you know, because I was this and I've done that and, and, and so forth and so on. And Well, this is why I don't deserve this and I don't deserve that. And this is why they have it and I don't. And I heard um, someone say before, and I thought this was just, uh, just it was just really cool um, because it really just put things into perspective. But someone said, um, (laughs) what if, what if, let's just say our feet looked at the hands on our bodies okay (laughs) and said oh man you know I can't I can't pick stuff up but you know and grab stuff and hold stuff the way the hands do you know man like I I just I can't you know rub someone or you know or help you know them do their hair I can't, I can't do those things. So, you know, gosh, I'm just not worthy enough. You know, I just, I'm just not even going to do anything because I, I can't be as good as the hands are. <laughs> I mean, thinking about it in that way, it's, it's, it's funny. It's hilarious, to be honest. But, I mean, that is what we do, right? That's what we do. Think about it. You know, we choose not to uh, use our gifts and our talents and give it back to God and give it back to the world as he has put us here to do because we are looking at someone else and saying, well, I can't do that and I can't do this and I'm not worthy enough. 
And if our feet said that and they just gave up and decided not to work, well, then then now what? Then now we can't walk. There's a lot of other things that we can't do without our feet doing their job well and doing what they're supposed to do. Because when all of our parts work well, okay, as a whole, our bodies work well as a whole, right? We're, we're together as a whole. Our bodies are are working the way they are it is supposed to work and it is meant to work as God intended it to because each body part and each member is doing its part right uh, so let's go to Romans chapter 12 verses 4 through 8 for just as each of us has one body with many members and these members do not all have the same function so in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. And if it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. And I think that is uh, the best (laughs) chapter and uh, verses uh, to just end this episode on because... I just think that we just all need to remember that uh, in, in, in our lives and in our world today. You know, there's so many things going on that we could be discouraged by in so many ways. We've been through so much, even for those who, you know, well, you know, at least I'm not, you know, I'm not dealing with what such and such is dealing with or I'm not going through that but at the end of the day we have still been through a lot 2020 was a oh a year for uh, at least for us uh definitely a year for the books and tested our faith like no other and I feel like some people are kind of coming out of that and are almost traumatized and don't even realize it Um, And just so many things um, that people are going through today. So as always, I love each and every one of you. And remember that God loves you even more. And that he chooses you. He chooses you. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say that to yourself three times. Thank you for choosing me, God. Thank you for whatever it is that you chose me for. You brought me out of a dark, deep, dark place. And you brought me here to where I am right now. And I may not be exactly where I know that I'm trying to get to, but I am so much further than where I began. And you are restoring me and putting me back to where I belong. So I love you all so much. Thank you so very much um, for joining me again. And as always, 
Let's end with Matthew chapter 5, verses 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father.